0: I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin.
1: Welcome everyone to the motherland, specifically Motherland Fort Salem, specifically Motherland Fort Salem's AfterBuzz After Show. I'm your host in all things uh, wizard and witchcraft, Kevin Allen, and with me, I have a fantastic unit of amazing After Show soldiers. First up, we have Brian Santos, our Freeform superfan and expert.
2: Hello, everyone. Glad to be here. Super excited. I love all things Freeform and especially fantasy. Shadowhunters, I love you. So I'm excited for this show.
1: Awesome. Just so happy to have you here, Brian. Uh, Tori Weaver, my alternate universe lover.
0: Hey, everyone. I'm su- super excited to be on the panel and to be the only woman on the panel is super exciting
1: and our fanatic in all things supernatural gunner
3: texera hey y'all. i can't wait to start on this show and i love anything magical whether it be witches wizards and everything in between
1: i'm so happy to have this panel of, of magic enthusiasts this is going to be mm-hmm. such a great uh show after show because we have such a great show to talk about and we're going to go down everything we're going to talk about the motherland itself this fascinating Alternate history that we're uh, or I guess alternate present that we're in we're gonna talk about our units the, the trio of witches who we're gonna be following this season And then we're gonna get to the spree and that one other witch who um, Has a lot to reveal and we got a, a taste of that at the end of this episode But uh, before we dive into all these details, I I thought this was an, a fantastic pilot I I have a little saying that you can't judge a show by its pilot but if it has a good one, then it's a great one. And not to say this is a perfect episode of TV, that rarely is a case. But this was a really strong pilot. It did some really smart things in giving us all this information in this world um, without just being like, "Oh, that's right, you're new here. Let me explain." What do you guys think?
2: Um, I sorry, go ahead. Tori, you first. <laughs> it was
0: a really good pilot, like you said. I try not to um, expect too much from a pilot because it is the first episode, and there's so much to kind of prepare us for the season. But I think it it did a really good job of explaining everything, but also keeping us entertained and not just boring us with the history lesson of what present day we're living in.
1: Yeah. Good point. Yes. Brian, you really wanted to say something.
0: Yes,
2: I I agree. I didn't like it. For me, it started out a little bit slow. And I think what I was missing too was the introduction of the characters. Um, They were introduced, but they didn't get their names for a while, which was kind of weird to me. Um, So that was one thing I was struggling with, kind of like keeping up with everything that was happening. And then um, I love how it's all women-based, but I did need to see like a male character just for my own thing. Like a good good looking male for some eye candy (laughs) myself. But besides (laughs) that, yes, uh, it was a great episode.
3: And Gunner, any thoughts? Um, yeah, I thought this is really good. It was a good start. I felt like they world build and like info dumped without being too like dumping all the info and making it a history lesson like Tori said, but also allowing us to see what the plot is and how the spree have this agenda on their case. And I like that it was, it sets up a good little timeline of where we're going.
1: Yeah, it did a, a really, there's a, a good rule in filmmaking, which is show not tell. And mm-hmm. this showed us everything. Uh, maybe to the detriment of not telling us their names or like real specific important details, but I kind of am okay with that because it makes me more of an active viewer. Like I'm engaged and I'm like, okay, I got, I missed their names and I gotta really pay attention. Um, I thought we got a great understanding of each of our characters just from getting to see a little bit of their home life at the beginning. Um, the only thing I feel like we're missing, and I guess it's okay because if we're just focused on the fort, that's fine, but the world at large, uh, Brian you were saying that you wanted to see some more male characters. I'm curious if there are male witches um, mm-hmm. If they have a role in the military at all. Um, I want to know if there are civilian witches. Um, I, I Got our world building is the exact right expression and I want to mm-hmm. see I guess more of this world But in due time because like I said, there's a lot in this one episode. Um, so from what we have seen the motherland uh, I'm correct me if I'm wrong, y'all. Uh, 300 years ago, around the Salem witch mm-hmm. trials, uh, General Alder made an accord with the US military that they would be not really drafted, drafted, but drafted into the military mm-hmm. to help America fight its wars. Magic is the thing. Witches kind of rule the military. And um, I don't know, what else did we discover?
3: What else did you guys um, notice? Um, we know their powers are based off like sound and i did a little bit of my own research and the creator was saying how it's off vocal cords, and it's supposed to be like that sing-songy effect we saw and um they're like training in the very beginning of the three of them like all of them standing in that big arena thing
1: yeah that that when we first saw that i was like did i miss something or just I, yeah because they threw us right into it and it took me a while to catch up and go okay it's all about the voice which is which is neat I haven't seen magic uh, that focuses on that
0: yeah. Yes. Interesting. I bring up a really good points just about how they don't necessarily tell you what's going on. Like, I don't think they explicitly, explicitly said that their powers are controlled by their vocal cords, but it made you want to pay attention and figure out okay, how is exactly is this working? Where did they come from? You know, what's their family background? What's the history? What are their names? It makes you really kind of like dive in and pay attention so you could try to put the pieces together in your head.
1: Yeah. Um, I think I've got most of the pieces. <laughs> <But, laughs> Brian, if you've got anything to uh, share, like, and help me
0: out here, <laughs> that'd be great. Right.
2: Um, I, I do agree, and I also am a huge fan of Supernatural, everything, witches, and magic, so I thought it was interesting how they focus on that one aspect of magic, which would be sound. I'm sure we're going to explore more. Hopefully, they do explore more of different avenues, and maybe that'll lead to what you are talking about, of, like, you know, maybe civilian witches who use other forms of magic, so we'll see as the story progresses, but as of now, we're looking towards a, sound is their biggest weapon, which is what they emphasize in the episode.
1: Yeah, and one thing I kind of noticed um, immediately with the Spree's first attack, with the balloon pop, and the news stated that anybody who was in audible range of the balloon Mm -hmm. was affected by it, and so this, my mind immediately went to, okay, so do do deaf individuals, are they uh, immune to this magic? Mm -hmm. Um, again, this is all much larger world building than we need to worry about right now, but there's a lot of really interesting avenues to explore with this motherland, um, by which I mean the universe that we're in. I'm just going to call it that forever. (laughs) Uh, One of my favorite things though was the customs, like the, the clapping by stomping their feet, um, booing someone, I guess, by making this, that tisking sound over and over and over. (laughs) which was really effective in my opinion.
3: It was weird when she was in that interview and that like all of them clicked at it. I was more confused. I was like, so are these like all extensions of General Alder or are they just like on the same wavelength? That's just like, if someone says like something bad, everyone just starts clicking at them.
1: I took it like her power was so great. It had to go through other people or that was a, spell, like a spell that she yeah. was deliberately getting other people to do her bidding and you know not in like in an imperial kind of way like she wasn't mind controlling them but uh-huh. they they became an, an addition of her uh, like a new vessel yeah. of a, a trivial task mm-hmm. um i i love how voice was used in, in like when raising one's voice i thought it was really effective different ways they did that on the show. It wasn't just someone getting louder. There was a larger presence. I would agree with
2: that. I, cool with that I, I think, think it's, it so, yeah, yes, I think it's definitely um, an emphasis of like, and also a motif of like raising your voice or like speaking out. Um, of course, you know, that's very, very much feminist vibe. So I do agree with you on that. That's definitely a huge arc of just speaking out, raising your voice and using your voice for something positive or to help mm-hmm. others.
0: Yeah. Um also in that in that exact scene I noticed that all everyone else that was in the room was older. Um they were older women so I was kind of looking at it as a you need to respect your elders type of thing as well because they were all older than um than the other woman that was speaking. So I was kind of playing into that as well. Not really sure. We'll probably find out in another episode what that actually means. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah, Abigail definitely she She was walking around in bigger shoes than she actually had. Mm -hmm. And uh, there was definitely like, yeah, these much older, much more wizened women kind of put her in her place, Um, specifically the general. But yeah, they all, the women certainly backed her up whether uh, by the general's decree or not. Um, (laughs) So that, but uh, Tori, let's talk about Abigail, uh, one of the first, the four-star decorated family Comes from a long line of soldiers in this war. Uh, I don't know. What are you guys' initial
0: impressions? Um, well, I actually really connected to her story when when she was first introduced. Um, her family kind of referenced the line that is big in African American culture, which is "I and my ancestors' wildest dreams." Um, so I immediately kind of was drawn into that story. Um, also, just the backstory of um, I'm not sure if it was her grandmother or just an older relative who was a slave and then was worked her way up in the ranks and just kind of like taking on that story and relating to that story as a black woman um of course i'm not going to go join the army anytime soon but (laughs) um just realizing that you kind of want to carry that torch and make your ancestors proud and continue to push that boundary and be as great as possible and i think that also helped me connect into her mindset of wanting to be so great when she got there um Mm -hmm. so yeah that was those are my personal feelings my First feelings when I was introduced introduced to her character. What do you guys think?
1: I'm really glad you brought that up about the uh, the African American line. I did not obviously catch that. Um, when I hear alternate history of America, my one of my first thoughts is like back when we were building the country, you know, uh, the, the Chinese workers and the African slaves. Like, how are they affected in this new timeline? Um, so I really dig I really dig what they're doing then with um this new version of what could be America's history. Uh and man, that that speaks so much more volumes than I had given it credit for. So thank you for telling me that. <laughs>
3: um yeah that was my favorite quote. That was like what I first clinged on to with her character because you see I love the part about like you're her wildest assurance. I was like, wow, that's such a growth evolution. And I like I think the theme song kind of shows that like uh her ancestors, I believe it's bellwether, if I'm correct if I'm wrong, was like one of the first and that like they found that power in the african-american culture and like women of color like also have their own kind of magic to it so i found that really representational that's what this whole show is about is showing that diversity and that magic and power comes from all women in all walks of life
2: yeah i 100 agree with that i think it's like so interesting to see all the different perspectives and if i'm being completely honest all three of the girls did kind of rub me a the wrong way. They just did something that kind of irritated me in this episode, like, I mean, they, especially Rael. Oh my God, I could not deal with her. They I are teenage girls. I'm just to slap going to like her Being honest, I wanted to slap her, but <laughs> um, yeah, they're definitely all of them. They all were definitely super empowering and it was so, so uh, inspiring to see those women taking action. By the same token, like, they all had their little vices and we all have our vices that we all have, but their vices were very strong in the episode and I was like, girls, get it together, please. Like... <laughs>
1: I'm gonna disagree with you, Brian, only because I love Tally and Tally can do no wrong so far. <laughs> literally. And, yeah, like she's she has it together. She gets it. Um yeah, Rael, there's there's so many chips on her shoulder. And it's it's hard, it's gonna be hard to really attach to her as a protagonist when she's shoving everyone away from her mm-hmm. and, and doing so, I think the audience, in my opinion. But then again, once you know, w- once she gets over whatever she's dealing with, um, I think we'll be that much more attached to her. And I, toward the end of the episode, the, the token her father gave her, I thought that whole discussion she was having with Tally was, was pretty cool. I, I like that, to me, it suggested that she's got doubt in the whole nature of magic. Because if this talisman didn't work, then who's to say that all of this is for naught?
3: Mm-hmm. Right, interesting.
1: Yeah, but that's just my thoughts. What are your thoughts on Riley? Riley?
3: Rael. I
0: like her. <laughs> God, I did Great, not. Great. I'm glad i glad you like her. you, Bryant. She got on my nerves. Um, <laughs> I just, I didn't under, I understand, you know, the rebellious character and things like that. But honey, if we're in the unit together and we're supposed to rise together, you need to get information. All this <laughs> practice, you know, going missing, uh doing things that make you float into the air. No we can't do that now you can do that on your own time when it doesn't affect <laughs> everyone else but if it's affecting me oh girl no we're not doing yes. that me, i just could not i just know she would have she would have hurt my mouth the first night okay
1: <laughs> awesome yeah i kept wondering like why are you even here like why did you say the words and take up on this <laughs> cause if you clearly don't want to be here and yes. you don't believe in what they're doing like so maybe she <laughs> got a hidden
3: agenda. Yeah, that's what, maybe. like, how, um that's, like, how what I agree with you, like, how I was, like, how Abigail shows so much, like, just strong energy that she didn't call out, like, the very first second, especially being from that military branch family. You would think she'd be, like, soldier, what are you doing? And also, I was concerned, like, where are your, like, your leaders? Like, no one's calling you out for missing magic practice, or, I was, like, where are the actual leaders of this, like, drill, like, drill camp? Like, what? Mm-hmm. And... Weeks. I like she gives me such, like such uh, trust vibes from Divergent. Like, just wants to be like the martyr and kind of that like human sacrifice. And it like it's really like it's like empowering and humbling. It's like, oh, I want to sacrifice myself and people I care about, but also when the people you care about want to help you and fight with you, mm-hmm. you have to accept it. And then it gets annoying almost. And you're like, can you like just take some help and not try to like go out in a blaze of glory like she said? And I was like, this is really concerning.
1: Yes. Yeah, I I I kind of agree with all that. Mm-hmm. Um, anybody got any thoughts on Tally other than me? Just she's, me. I my, did like favorite. Her. <laughs> she's my favorite. She <laughs> favorite. Love her. Yeah, I'm, i You know, when we first met these characters, I I they were they they could have easily fallen into their 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 pigeonholes and their trites and tropes. Um, I don't think they did, but most of all, uh. Tally. Uh, she, you know, she's the meek, you know, naive, kind of naive one mm-hmm. of the group, you know, who's just really excited to be there. And she could have stayed that character. But then when she, like, pulled Abigail off and kind of, like, just, like, matured in a matter of moments and proved that she's, she has a lot of conviction, like, I was all for that. That's a, that's a rich mm-hmm. character, and we're only
0: in episode one.
2: Yeah. Yeah. The one thing I would say about that is, sorry, sorry, go ahead, Tori.
0: (laughs) That read is what made me like her just a little bit, even though she didn't really (laughs) do anything, but she definitely put Abigail on her plates because you have all this pride, but you were the first one to try to jump shit. So you want to be the strongest one. Being strong is knowing how to not just give up when pressure is on you. And then uh, that's what kind of made me like question Abigail a little bit, because it's like, girl, it's only week one. If you think this is hard, what do you want to do when it's even worse? So I felt like, okay, so, okay Tally, I see you because that mm-hmm. was right. But other than that, I need something else from her.
3: Yeah. That was my biggest point. Like, it, I actually was able to watch the show twice. And so watching Tally check her again and seeing that, I'm like, this is a really, said, a big maturity and a big inflection of her character. Because uh-huh. when I was watching interviews with the cast, uh, the actress always says that, in writing tally on paper explained as a living exclamation point and i said that's so perfect to describe tally and i loved her like the american spirit kind of character trope she has of like i love this cause i love this purpose to do even though like i my family personally has seen hardship like it's such an important cause and experience and choice to make that i want to be a part of it and i like that she to like check abby there
2: so i'm gonna disagree yeah. that's actually the one thing i don't like about tally because I was like, girl, when her mother got her out of the lottery of death, and she still went and served in the in the army. I was like, sister, you could have just saved yourself your life, but you still did it, you know. So I I disagree. I agree that she is definitely like super strong and it's definitely brave, but at the same token, I'm like, girl, literally, you could have just like lived, but <laughs> we'll see what happens.
1: I kind of do want to know her motives because, mm-hmm. like, it, it's not from just from the way her mother was acting. I thought that was a big deal that she had the opportunity to not be a part of this, but still did it anyway. So that, so her doing it anyway must be, therefore it needed a bigger deal. I got to know what it is. I know they, they kind of mentioned the reasons for being there, but they, you know, that was all like textual. Like I want to, I want to know what's really going on.
0: Mm-hmm. in their thoughts.
1: Uh, Gunner. you reminded me mm-hmm. of something. Uh, we here at AfterBuzz love to share entertainment news mm-hmm. relating to our topics. And granted we're trying a whole new format this week. <laughs> um but uh i'm so sorry guys remind me did anybody had did anybody have any news for the uh topics to share
3: um yes actually so we have two bits of news so far um right now on imdb uh motherland fort salem is standing at a 4.7 out of 10 which isn't necessarily the highest viewing but it is a pilot so i think we'll have to give it like a like second chance obviously as a pilot always like if you start about like a nine out of ten on a pilot like the show that shows clearly on a whole another like basis
1: yeah it's, um, it's super rare that people like a pilot so yeah. I, don't, I wouldn't even bother rating them but go on
3: exactly um and then the other cool thing they did was on the motherland's facebook um chat you can go on there and they had a asking anything interview with a real practicing witch oh oh that's what that was yeah it's super okay. cool it's like a big reddit chain of the with the practicing witch like sitting there asking answering questions that people like typed in a message to them. And I think they probably did like a live stream when it first went up, but it's all up on their Facebook, Motherland Fort Salem. So check it out. looks really cool. That's great.
1: Yeah. I, I misheard something. I thought, um, I knew there was not ask me anything going on on Reddit, but I guess I didn't realize who it was with. Um, Cause I was too busy focusing on the Snapchat filter. Hey y'all, <laughs> a Snapchat filter for Motherland. If you want to do that, it's fun. You get stars right here and they, and and lighting for you. It's, kind of, it's actually kind
0: of cool you <laughs> might as well try it we're all sitting in the house so you might as well yeah. just go and, oh, uh, an it's already it's really
1: on my instagram cool. y'all i've already shared yeah. it <laughs> <laughs> it's you, you gotta you got another like uh, 12 hours i think to see it Ooh. Ooh. get on it <laughs> all right um also we thought it'd be really fun uh we like to do a special segment with adibus tv and since this show is all about women I'm ruining like the, 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 the real <laughs> moment here. Since this show is all about women raising their voice and expressing their power through their voice, we wanna do a segment here where we highlight women who are using their voice to um, do good in the world. So, um, did anyone have a woman in mind for uh, recent news? I do. Thank <laughs> you, Nori. <sorry. laughs>
2: So I wanna talk about Hillary Clinton. So if you guys haven't seen Hillary Clinton's documentary on Hulu, it was amazing, so, so, so empowering. And she has just been doing such great things in the world and people don't know what she's done. And even though this is about raising her voice, I also like how she's raising her voice subtly, very humbly. Like she's done so much in politics, so much in, in everything. She was a lawyer and she's just so, so, so empowering. And the fact that she, came back from what happened to her in the 2016 election and is still so strong and still pushing forward and advocating for other women. I love her so much and I think she's amazing. So check out her documentary, it was great.
0: Yes, I'm all for that. Actually, this is gonna sound like so political, but my woman that I had in mind was actually Michelle Obama. I know we are all in self-quarantine, so I would really recommend um, checking out her book, Becoming, if you have a chance to maybe order it online. Um, and read it while we're all trapped in the house. It's a really, really great book, and it gives you a deeper insight to just her as a woman, not just her as the previous first lady. And it's actually been super, super inspiring. So I'm just super excited. I'm actually reading it again, but um, don't judge me.
3: Never. (laughs) Never. That's awesome.
0: Yeah.
3: Um, My woman, woman raising their voice, goes out to Reese Witherspoon. Thank you for mentioning books because she has Hello Sunshine, her book club organization that is meant to because it has also helping with women in the film industry entertainment but also a book club highlighting female authors to get their books published and out there i actually have one of them called once upon a december it's about a it's a cute little love story with a good little twist on it so i'm really excited to get into that and little fires everywhere right
0: i actually that want to good. start little fires everywhere i'm me too I should- to start that, and we're going to try to call this special segment like our unit leaders of the week. So, in the comments, definitely tell us who your le- unit leaders of the week are, and we'll definitely, you know, interact. I'm all for mm-hmm. women empowerment and just like finding new women who are raising their voices, using their voices, empowering other people. Um, yeah, a little tidbit you know, Debbie Allen has some dance classes on Instagram Live since we're all again trapped in the house. If you want to check those <laughs> out, go ahead and do it because I took a class the other day. <laughs> All right, yeah, uh,
1: thank you for mentioning that Tori. because yeah, even though our segment is going to be highlighting three women each week because there's three women in each unit on the show. Uh, there's obviously countless women who deserve recognition. So yes, please read the comments. Uh, we love our fans. We are nothing but our fans. We thank you all so much for making us the ESPN of of TV talk and we we are thrilled when you're part of the conversation. So please go down in the comments and just talk away. I'm definitely gonna read them, I always do. Um, Mm -hmm. And on the subject of more than three witches, let's talk about Sila, if that's her Mm -hmm. real
0: name. (laughs) What is going on
1: there? Um, I'm still trying to gather my thoughts because that, I, I, I don't know where to start. I don't know what is at the core or the epicenter of who this, Character is. So, wh- what did you guys find?
0: Mm. Like, you, you know, <laughs> Take it, Tori. You know Take well, it. she's going to be a mess. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, I have a couple <laughs> issues because Raelle already knew that she trusted people too soon. And I'm going to tell you why because she was already crying in front of Tally. And y'all only know each other for like a couple of days. And you <laughs> are, <laughs> out to heart. No. So, I already knew that she didn't have a good judgment of character. Because you don't even know her you know, and you're crying in your bunk. You know what? So I already knew she was on some mess. And then when we knew that um, Sayel was something, part of the spree, I don't know where she is yet, but not one to be trusted, I said, you know what? This is going to be some mess.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. A ah. huge mess.
1: Uh, Gunnar, you said you went back and watched it a second time. I remember there being a line when they were talking about the spree and being like, it could be anyone. I
3: don't know. Did, were the oh. clues I missed, or yes? So with that, that's like what it's really. It's interesting how they described it because they say it's a parallel hierarchy, and so I'm assuming it's almost like I don't like I don't know how would the word be like an oligarchy in the sense that like everyone's a leader and almost like well, it's like a really crazy like mob mentality. It's like everyone's a voice, but like does that ever really work? We all know like there's always like one voice that's louder. And yeah, complete honestly, Silas secret was a bit predictable to me because I saw it in the way she started talking about saying um, there's another way and like when they were doing that like moment of like instead of the only way over is under and the only way out is in I was like I feel like you have one more thing you want to say but they cut the scene because she started kissing you so <laughs> ha, ha, and then ha. when it happened I was like and the kind of the rush scene of them like changed, kind of made me laugh I thought it was like kind of funny it's like reminding me of like trying to get out of a costume but I was like oh I knew it I knew was wrong with you and now Literally, like, in the promo, we saw, like, moments that looked, like, suspicious. I was just like, mm. but I think, I want to hope that she is a part of the spree that's going to, like, defect because of love and my hope. Because I don't want to see Rayle get hurt. I don't want to see any of them get hurt. I don't want to get their hearts broken.
1: Yeah.
2: I agree with that, too. And I, I, I do think it was predictable, but I just predicted in a different way. I didn't think she was going to mm. be that girl, like, the main spree girl that we saw in the beginning. I thought she was definitely going to be working yeah. for the spree. But when she revealed herself as that person who caused the mall death I was shook I was so 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 shook and I was like oh girl right y'all is just getting hot and steamy with the enemy and it was over so
0: (laughs) (sighs) foolish Foolish. (laughs) she's foolish yeah
1: (laughs) well I mean I I didn't catch it at all like if that makes you fall feel any better (laughs) (laughs) and my my brain was like wait so okay so Mm -hmm. redhead wore blonde lady at the mall and then Burned off that costume. So when when Sila burned off that costume to reveal redhead, I was like, wait a minute, who's the? What's the layers? And then I realized that probably just doesn't work like that. Probably just it's like I said, just fire is a costume change. <laughs> uh, so I'm still catching up. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, so uh, the spree uh, there. Well, like Again, this is, I think, why I really want to see more of the outside world, the civilian world of witches, because I want to know, uh, I guess, what neutral is so I can figure out what the spree is like. It, it sounded like the spree is more or less, the spree sounded to me like Fight Club, like just a bunch of rando cells of mm. people all just kind of acting on their own accord, all under the same... ideology, um, God, I wrote wrote down something, yeah, because they're opposing systemic ideology, that was like the thing, so that means they have to be chaotic in every Mm -hmm. sense, like completely um, anarchistic, uh, and if they're attacking civilians on cruise ships and malls, like, then yeah, that's, it's pure chaos,
0: but to what end? That's the question. Mm -hmm. That's the question. Yeah. I honestly don't know what the end goal is of this spree. I'm still trying to figure that part out. I'm not going to lie. I'm just kind of like, what is, like, when it first happened, the first, like, three minutes of the show when they were uh-huh. showing the spree, I was like, what? Why is everybody jumping? What is happening? <laughs> like can't even think of that saying when your mom is like, if they jump off a bridge, are you going to jump off too? And I was like, well, clearly. All- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, I'm still trying to figure I'm out. I'm so like, glad you found levity was...
1: in that moment because I was <laughs> like, I was aghast watching that. Like, yeah the 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 only M Night Shyamalan's happening. I don't know if anybody saw it. Um, was it one thing freaky because it was about like people had been duped into killing themselves, I guess, and that's what this spell was. Like, it's it's one thing to mind control someone to make them echo your words in a room. It's another thing to get people to jump off a cliff Mm in mass. That is some dark stuff. Uh, Brian, you're the freeform expert. Uh, Granted, I, I don't watch a lot of freeform shows. I've seen some, but I did not expect this show to be as spooky and as intense as it was.
2: Yes, for sure. Some shows, like Shadowhunters wasn't like that. Um, It definitely was like similar fantasy witches and wizards kind of vibes, vampires, Um, but it definitely didn't go dark. It was more on the air of like using kind of magic to fight evil, which I'm sure they're doing that here, but they're definitely revealing how powerful magic can be used for evil. So it was definitely interesting. And like you said, it wasn't just like, they didn't like do a spell and like kill everyone through like fire or whatever. They- controlled their minds so that they took their own life, which was even like another level of dark. So I think it's definitely going to get crazy up in here. Yes!
0: Mm -hmm. Well,
1: not that I want to end on such a disturbing note, but uh, (laughs) as we've been saying, all uh, episode long, there's so much more to see in the coming episodes. I'm really excited to see uh, what happens the next one, just because I want to know more of everything that's going on. Uh, But in the meantime, we got a lot of really cool looks at magic being performed magically. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think this is a really cool form of magic with the voices. I think this is a really interesting um, system with the, the trio of, of soldiers as units and working up and the women are the, the military. Um, this, there's just so much really cool stuff to appreciate about this show. Uh, any, any things you guys, that we, we missed that you guys want to point out? Because there was a lot here
0: i'm just interested to see how this goes um when they were doing the the harmonizing the i don't know chorus practice <laughs> their, um, groups of three and they were Choir, creating, yeah i don't know what they were creating, but like yeah the the thing in the air um because really <laughs> it kind of seemed like rael has some sort of like strong power or maybe she just has a little bit more control over Mm her power i don't know but it definitely seems like she brings something to the table when she's not doing whatever she wants to do (laughs) i'm happy that she made it to practice on time because she did it for the rest of the episode
1: Yeah, she shook hands and had that moment of like okay i'm gonna try now like i'm gonna be committed no it's like okay good glad that's taken care of (laughs) thanks about time Um, what are your thoughts? What do you think's gonna happen in these coming episodes?
3: I I think we're definitely I think next episode or the one after that, we'll start seeing more Tally's powers evolve and what they're gonna do. Because in all the promos I've seen, it feels like Tally's the one with the like hidden powers, which I kinda like that like kind of trope of like the nice, like happy one who's like almost like go so lucky has like the darkest, like rawest powers. But I definitely know Rael is gonna have. When she wants to try, she's the one. like, when you want to try, I have so much more strength. And I think it's going to give a big power check to Abigail, who was a, a natural at magic, and that when she sees someone else almost having more natural instinct is going to push her too to do better.
1: That'll be really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you, you touched on something I, I can't believe I overlooked. We, not that I, we've seen a lot of Tally's backstory, but what we've seen of it has been not good. Uh, there's a lot of of discourse between her and her mother, uh, so there there must be something at home unpleasant that she can draw from, and yeah, and if and if her and Rail are both holding back while Abigail's trying to like you know show what mm-hmm. she's got, mm-hmm. that she might the the four star um, legacy might be left in the dust. Oh. Bye. Yeah,
0: don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. Because I'm (laughs) all for an underdog. Like I think it's definitely going to be a test of natural ability and work ethic in Mm -hmm. this Mm -hmm. because sometimes when you don't have the most like natural ability, your work ethic can definitely push you even harder. Not saying Mm -hmm. they're going to be like lazy because they had this natural. Hmm. I think it's going to like definitely push them in those two ways. Um, I think also since we kind of started so closed then with just the three girls and just um, like how they're maneuvering, I think it might like expand as the episodes go on and we'll mm-hmm. see a little bit more of the outside world. Like maybe we'll see their homes and then we'll see how the outside world is dealing with everything and stuff like that. So maybe we'll learn more information as we go. That'd be cool. Yeah. yeah.
2: I think it'll be interesting to see all that. Um, I do agree that I think that Tali's gonna come and shine and Rael's gonna have like that whole hidden power that she doesn't know she has when like you said, she's not being all like up in her own Kool-Aid. And then um, hopefully we'll see Abigail. I think we're gonna see Abigail also flop at magic. And like you said, her work ethic is going to bring her back and she's going to be able to come back from it, but she's not going to be as talented as the other girls or like it's not going to come as naturally to her and she's going to have to work harder. What I'm going to call, I guess we're kind of doing predictions, what I'm going to call is I don't trust a drill sergeant and I think she is up to something. Mm. At first really? I thought it was the general who was like shady, but I think it's actually the drill sergeant. So we'll see what happens there. That's like a wild prediction, but I think it's
0: going to happen.
1: <laughs> uh, I'll say this there's something about general Adler that is unnerving and maybe mm-hmm. it's the fact that she's 300 years old but still looks like <laughs> she's doing great in her mid-40s yeah. um I, clearly she's been like a not like a tyrant but if she's been run if she's been the general for 300 years at mm-hmm. like the most prestigious fort in the entire military like there's a little bit of like um a dictatorship there, mm-hmm. and I don't really trust dictators to begin with. But also, you know, head of the military for that long, she's going to be morally gray in a, probably a mm-hmm. lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we'll, we'll see. Like, obviously, she's not with the free and their ideology, but I think her ideology is probably going to be just as strict. And there, there may be tensions with uh, our very well uh, outspoken trio, but. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I mean, Abigail spoke up and we saw how that went, but uh, who's to say she won't do that again, especially if she's being tested? And Tori, I will say this even if no one is giving Abigail credit as a natural talent, she is clearly <laughs> the most dedicated soldier. She's got that.
3: Definitely. Definitely.
0: Yeah. She's one to watch. She's one to watch.
1: <laughs> yeah, and we're Don't definitely going to watching. Don't sleep on her. Uh, we're going to be watching every week, and as soon as we can, we will be up and discussing the show every week. So stay tuned to us here and uh, follow us on social media, follow After Buzz TV to keep in touch with when we put up these episodes. And uh, my my coven here, where can everyone find you? I
3: love that, I was hoping someone was gonna say it. It had had to be said at some point.
2: Well, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok at Santos, And I'm
0: also on the Katie Keene and Friday Night SmackDown After Show.
1: Awesome. (laughs)
0: You can find me on Instagram at toxic model and on Twitter at Tori with two E's.
3: Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at gunner, gunner underscore Thomas eight, eight. Oh, actually Twitter is gunnerthomas Thomas, eight eight eight
1: eight eight eight. got
3: it. I like my eights. Okay. Hey, no,
1: eight, eights are great.
3: Uh, eight.
1: <laughs> and y'all can find me on Instagram at Kevin Allen Graham or on Twitter. at Kevin Allen says, um, Keep your eyes peeled. We're definitely gonna be doing that and we'll see you next week. Have a great night, everyone.
2: Later. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz see you later. <laughs>